Psalm 74, the word of God. O God, why do you cast us off forever? Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you have purchased of old, which you have redeemed to be the tribe of your heritage. Remember Mount Zion, where you have dwelt. Direct your steps to the perpetual ruins. The enemy has destroyed everything in the sanctuary. Your foes have roared in the midst of your meeting place. They set up their own signs for signs. They, have, they were like those who swing axes in a forest of trees. And all its carved woods they broke down in with hatchets and hammers. They set your sanctuary on fire. They profaned the dwelling place of your name, bringing it down to the ground. They said to themselves, we will utterly subdue them. They burned all the meeting places of God in the land. We do not see our signs. There is no longer any prophet. There is none among us who knows how long. How long, O oh God, is the foe to scoff? Is the enemy to revile your name forever? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? Take it from old, take it from the old of your garment and, and destroy them. Yet God, my king, is from old. Is, excuse me. Yet God, my king, is from of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your might. You broke the heads of the sea monsters and the waves. You crushed the heads of the Leviathan. You gave him food for the creatures of the wilderness. You split open springs and brooks. You dried up every flowing stream. Yours is the day. Yours also is the night. You have established the heavenly lights and the sun. You have fixed all the boundaries of the earth. You have made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy scoffed. Any foolish people revile your name. Do not deliver the soul of your dove to the, to the wild beasts. Do not forget the life of your poor forever. Have regard for the covenant, for the dark place, places of the land are full of the habitation of violence. Let not the downtrodden turn back in shame. Let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, defend your cause. Remember how the foolish scoff at you all the day. Do not forget the clamor of your foes, the uproar of those who rise against you, which goes up continually. The word of the Lord. Thank you, Dennis. Terry Mandy. Terry, would you come and pray over us this morning? I would like to be, <clears throat> I would like to uh, issue an invitation if you um, have missed somehow that we are looking for a new pastor and that on Sunday mornings at between 9 and 9.30, there's a room in the back where we pray for what God's will would be in calling a pastor. 
So if you somehow feel left out of this process, I invite you to come on Sunday morning and pray with us because it is God's choice that we seek and, um, and we covet your prayers. And we would love to have you join us. Uh, it's not very long, but uh, praying together is a privilege. And <clears throat> so I, I issue an invitation. Um, and I <clears throat> encourage you to be a, a part of that process. Your prayers are just as important as any other person's. We all come on equal footing. And uh, seeking God's will is uh, uh, <clears throat> a privilege that no other, um, no other religion, but no other faith where we expect an answer from God. We expect God to, to, uh, to hear us. We know that he hears us. And we come <clears throat> at the privilege of God's only son's blood shed on the cross that gives us an invitation to eternal life. And in that eternal life, we have an eternal presence and relationship with the God of creation. So <clears throat> on Sunday morning, I again issue you a, an invitation to join us. And if you'll join me in prayer. Father, as we come this morning, we come because we love you. We come because we love Jesus Christ, who stood in our place and took the punishment that we deserve and paid a price we couldn't pay. And Lord, as we grow in that relationship, as we walk with you and talk with you, you called us to love with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. But Lord, that love is not just a word. It's a call to action. And so we rejoice, Father, in this past week when many people volunteered and many children heard the love of God. And Lord, it's an eternal change when we meet you. So each step along the way, Lord, you call us to grow in our trust and faith in what you do in our lives and what we can do changing the word into action so thank you for all the children that came for the word that they heard for the testimonies that they saw and lord may they be made manifest in those lives and and thank you father for a community that came together and worked together and love together. So we ask you to bless this, this time that we've come here together to worship you and give you honor and praise and the glory that you're due as we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your sovereignty. Thank you for your teaching. Today we're going to go and review all of this stuff that we've been learning. I ask you to fill us with your spirit so that this gets painted on our hearts and we don't forget it. And I thank you for the way you bless us as a family. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Josh, I remember to turn the mic back on now. Thanks, brother. So, here we are. Catechism 48. Yeah, yay. For the eighth or ninth time, I think we've actually said this catechism at least eight times. I think today may be the ninth time. So, we've been learning about the church and who the church is and what the church is supposed to do. So, we'll move on to what is the church. Let's start with the question. And the answer is... We could move on. Okay. We're we're gonna. I'm gonna say this slide. We've said it eight times. But then we're gonna all say the next slide, which is the last sentence of the answer. We'll say that together. God chooses and preserves for Himself a community elected to eternal life and united by faith who love, follow, learn from, and worship God together. Say this with me. God sends out this community to proclaim the gospel and prefigure Christ's kingdom by the quality of their life together and their love for one another. For our scripture, we're actually going to go to Matthew, the Great Commission. I will say the first part together. And when we get to the next slide, which is what Jesus says, we'll say that all together to the end. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, let's say this together, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always. To the end of the age. Wow. What a statement to say. To a group of people. Some of whom were doubting. What a statement. All authority has been given to me. Well this is our review Sunday. And this is the last Sunday. That we will work on Catechism 48. We're going to actually move on to 49. Believe it or not. Next Sunday. But it's good to review. Um, last week, we were so blessed to have the Sukos here, uh, missionaries to Ukraine. And I don't know what, what your takeaways were. They were It was so informative and yet uplifting and encouraging. I really walked away hearing confidence in Christ, a commitment to his calling, and a call to strength. Finally, a call to hope of eternity with Christ. So he, he came all the way here, and sure, they're here to talk to their churches, and, and they're also, they need some rest um, after being in Ukraine and Moldova for all of this. But everything he talked about was being lived out in the midst of great trials and suffering, endured in our family of faith, in God's church. Those people in Ukraine 
that are in the international school, in the international church, who are just being given a chance to know Christ in the middle of all of this. What a blessing it is to have someone who's willing to go back and to serve and then come here and tell us about it. We're connected to all of them through God's church. I was so impressed with their deep desire to go back and to continue to go, to go where the trouble is, to go where the trouble is, to serve in the suffering. What a reflection of the heart of Christ and a living and loving example to all of us. So I hope you were encouraged last uh, by seeing the body, the bride, and the building of Christ at work and that we're part of it. I think we all shared a moment of encouragement that can only come from someone who is part of the body and from someone who has been there. And so the church, the body, the building, and the bride focused on the head, the cornerstone, and the bridegroom, that is Jesus our Savior, we are called to go. Every last one of us. We are learning and growing together and worshiping together here, and we're not doing it just on Sunday mornings. We're doing it all throughout the week. I know this. In, in most of you, in most of us, there is more worship and more love and more serving, and it's going on through the week, not just daycare for a week, but that was absolutely fantastic. We're learning to love one, each other, one another, uh, I think, a little bit more, a little better each day in the spirit, in that love that binds us, and we reflect Christ's love for the world when we seek his holiness. And I think we need to start thinking about holiness as that kind of being set apart. Not about being correct or right or different, especially for different sake or correctness sake, or even worse, compared to other people or other churches, but just reflecting Jesus. As we grow and as we learn and love to reflect him, as we seek his holiness, we carry that with us everywhere we go. And the world is watching. And opportunities to go are all around us. So we've had the fantastic week of day camp. But we also continue scripture reading, youth ministries, men's call to lead, young life outreach, homeschooling, co-op learning, our work relationships and our neighbors, in our own missions and in the missions we share together and support together. But we don't have to be in Ukraine to go. We don't have to be in Brazil to go. We don't have to be in Thailand to go. We know some have, but we don't have to be to go. We can go to work. We can go to the supermarket and the gas station. We can go to school. Wherever we go, we are called to reflect Jesus as his church. Fixed on Jesus, may our eyes be open to the opportunities the Spirit provides. When these opportunities are revealed to us, wherever we go, we carry with us how we treat each other. We carry with us how we treat his church, how we love each other, how we love the church. It comes down to this. How we live together is a critical part of our testimony. Wherever we go, and the world is watching. It's good to re be reminded, finally, that the church is not a human institution. This is God's idea. It's God's will and was so from the beginning. And so we are driven to be that which the world is not. May we be driven to be thankful, humble, patient, kind, obedient, 
loving, honorable, steadfast, sacrificial, worshipful, long-suffering, hopeful, and willing to go. We thank God and worship him alone because of who he is and what he has done, is doing, and will do. And remember, we ought always to give thanks to God for you, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you. In choosing us, we have the blessing of being part of his plan to prefigure Christ's kingdom for his glory by the quality of our life together and of our love for one another. Let's sing one more song as we go to baptism. <laughs>